Welcome, welcome, welcome back. I'm here today to share my own story. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting me. I appreciate it. I'm learning how to do the podcast. The more I do it, the more I'm liking it. So I appreciate your support. And call somebody and let them know that uh, Mama G is on the air. And I'm expecting to hear from each and every one of you. I'm expecting a story out of you guys. Uh, If you want to share your testimony or what have happened to you in your past that you think that may uh, help somebody along the way. That's what this podcast is about. Meeting and greeting new people. So we want to let you know that we will be podcasting uh, uh, every Thursday from 8 to 9. You're definitely welcome to tune in. Just If you want to go back and get some of the old podcasts, if you see it up there, hit it and listen in and, you know, share it with somebody and maybe inspire you. And your thing, what you have or going on or going through or been through, which will definitely uh, inspire me. Sometimes I may not feel top of the world, but sometimes what somebody else has to say, their story will make me get over what I'm going through and forget about what I'm dealing with, just if, even if for a moment. Your story is important to me. So call and share your story because we all need a little encouragement along the way. I appreciate that. Now, listen, now, if you decide to call in or text me or reach out to me, we got to remember that once you do that, that keep your uh, story clean and positive. We got to have it clean and positive over here. And so because we never know who's listening, uh, what age um, bracket is listening. So we want to be careful what we say and never share nobody else's story. Because sometimes that we uh, tend to forget little things in the story and then somebody will call and say, well, that's not all that happened. So we don't want to run into that. So I want you to share your own story. You'll know about you. So don't allow nobody to call and share your story. You call me, share your own story. And if you decide, say, well, I just want to say a scripture or maybe uh, read a poem. I receive all of it. All of it is for us to grow on and to come together. And I like what Dionne Warwick said. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. That's the only thing we have so little of. That is such a true statement. And so come over here. You'll find some love in my house. So I'm going to get started on um, sharing um, some of my history with you guys. Because I know that things I've been through, you probably have already been through. Or maybe coming up, it may happen to you. So I believe I share my story and how I came out or how things happen. And maybe sometime uh, you can find some pieces that you say, well, I can keep that. I can hold on to that. I can remember that. So in just in case I know somebody coming through that situation or came through that situation, what to tell them how uh, Mama G have overcome. So please, please share. Tell somebody about the story. I love you guys, and I'm expecting to hear from you, you, you. And all I want you to do is share, share, share. And I want you to remember that uh, choose that app. Uh, Anchor. Anchor is a great app. Like I said, it's an easy app. 
Uh, you got people on there will walk you through. It's so easy. I'm the kind of person, I'm difficult with all this uh, new technology, but you're going to learn one, two, three, four steps. Get into Anchor. You're going to love it. I'm telling you, you're going to stay there because it's a great app. So get it, download it, share it, and help somebody else build their platform. So remember, download the app. So I'm going to get started um, with my uh, story, and hopefully I don't keep everybody too long. Uh, I want to start off, uh, there's a, a situation that I was into. You know how we all go through something in life and some things that's out of our hands, out of our control. But you know, we all go through up and down, but yet and still, you have to think like this. This too shall pass. So I want to uh, uh, talk about the things I went through. Uh, how did I really got a blessing. And and I don't want you to say, well, this podcast is all about religion and all that. It's my story. I lived it. And if I can help somebody along the way, it's good enough for me. So I'm going to share this um, moment with you guys. And it's so important to me and I love it. And Because you know, it's something I've never been through. I've never experienced this with God. One day, I was noticing that my spiritual life was just drying up and there's more that I need to do and more that I should be doing. I wasn't really reading my Bible. I was just, you know, going through my daily routine. Didn't have enough Bible in me, enough time with God. So I made up my mind. I said, well, I think it's time for me to just get my Bible out and just grow spiritually. Sometimes you need water. And, but, and, and, and you don't realize how dry your life can be. And you can notice there's something missing. You, you can eat physically and you're okay. But it's still something like in, in your life and you just can't put a handle on it. Sometimes your spiritual life has dried up. And you need to take care of that. And sometimes you're not going to feel 100% because something somewhere is not functioning. And well, that's where I was. I realized that I needed a little more Jesus. I wanted to sit down. You know, you you, you got the uh, everyday hustle and bustle. You get up, do the same routine, deal with people. And sometimes you just need a peace of mind. Sometimes you need to get somewhere where it's quiet and say, I think I need to find out why I'm feeling this way. Sometimes get in that Bible, getting quiet. Sitting down and see what God has to say about things is what you need. And that's exactly what I needed that day. So I said, well, I noticed that my spirit life is failing. So busy ripping and running here and there and dealing with folks everyday life. So, but yet still, I was hungry for something. And when I picked up my Bible, I noticed that was the key that I needed. So I began to read, and I made a promise to myself. I said, I'm going to get up. Normally, I'm an early morning person, but uh, I normally get up at 7. So I said, you know what? I need to do something different. So I said, I'm going to start getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning and get my Bible, read a few scriptures, maybe a chapter. Sometimes I'll decide to read a chapter a day. And so I just put it in my uh 
and my things to do. So I got up early in the morning, around 5 o'clock, and said, well, I'm going to uh, take care of my uh, my body, get, go get my Bible, and, and uh, begin to read some things and strengthen my uh, inner man. So I decided to do that, and I stayed with at least about, I think, the first two months. Got up every day, did the same routine. I prayed, and I read. I got up the next day, prayed, and then I read. So it was began to be a habit. And I'm telling you, something happened because I've done that. I made it a routine. So um, I didn't have need of nothing at that moment. So I just wanted to get up and read and fill my time with God because he's so important to me. I can't live and breathe without him. So I know that, that what was missing was him. So uh, like I said, I began to have a routine of getting up and reading scriptures. And I felt better through the day. I can handle my stress better. And when I put God in me and the, and the, and the Psalms and Proverbs in me, I felt so much better in my living. And so um, uh, I have to say that at that time, uh, we, I should say, I'm going to say it like this. We had difficult in our family home. Uh, And my father did all that he can. He always had was a great man. God rest his soul. I mean, he was just a provider. Him and my mom, they are something else. They worked together as a team. They loved each other. They loved their family. And so um, my father had his own business, been in business probably about 30 years. Wonderful business. And he it was our family business. And so um, at that point of time, the weather, the winter weather was brutal. And at that time, Business don't never be that well during the winter. We flourish all in the spring and summer. But when it comes to the month of December and January, those normally be our toughest month to make money. So happening, it was a tough month. And it was, I believe, uh, yeah, it was around uh, December. And so... Our bills had gotten high. Our gas bill has gotten shut off. So my dad did the next thing. Uh, he got propane, and we stayed warm. He know what to do when you got a country man and a, 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 a mama from the country, too. They know what to do. They are survivors, and we made it through the winter. Many winters like that, that propane has gotten us through the winter. And so at that time, we was using propane. And so uh, to keep our house warm and getting, keeping everything going throughout the winter. So, you know, I was nice and toasty in my room and everything. Uh, I constantly uh, got back on that prayer and uh, my reading my scriptures every day. And so I didn't think nothing. I didn't ha- really have no need for anything, uh, nothing major. So I was going to work and... One day, and I had just got this job, uh, this job outside the job that I already had, uh, also working with the family. So uh, I went to work, and and I just been there like two or three days. And next door to that job was a McDonald's, a nice McDonald's. It was a busy McDonald's because it was uh, uh, next to a company. So you know, 
everybody's in that place. So we was eating, and and it's actually it was right across the alleyway. So we just walked across the alley. And we in McDonald's to eat our, our our lunch for the day, and so I happened to went over there, and I had lost some time uh, uh, from work because I'm still trying to learn the building, how to get in and out, and all these good things when you're a new kid on the block. So I had about 20 minutes left uh, for my lunch. So I ran over McDonald's and happened to get there. And at that particular time, McDonald's was so packed. And it was so noisy. I'd never been in a restaurant where it was that noisy where I had to put my hands over my ears because I could not hear. The people were so extra loud for some reason. So I got in the line, there's nowhere to sit. It was packed to the front to the back. So I said, by the time I get up to um, to the counter and order my food, it's time for me to go back to my lunch, uh, back to work. So um, I finally get, made my way to the table and I had 10 minutes left. So okay, oh, then I finally found a seat. Just I just needed a seat to sit down, to eat real fast and get up and go. Well, as I was, uh, Open up my sack to eat. I heard somebody call my name, and 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 and, and noticed this that nobody in that place I knew. I hadn't even made any friends at the new job yet. I'm the new kid on the block, and so I went to McDonald's. These are all new people. I don't know the workers. I didn't know anybody that come in and out of that place that was there getting their meal. I didn't know a soul, and so. Uh, opened my meal like I said and I heard my name called and, and and let me step back a little bit further when I read my scriptures I happened to read be reading on the scripture about um I think who was it um Samuel the boy Samuel when God called Samuel and so um I don't know why my mind you know, it just came back to my mind as I was sitting there. But I, I heard my voice. I heard a voice calling me. And it says, Geneva. And I, I turned around to look around. And and I'm like, who knows me? I don't know anybody here. So I said, okay, maybe somebody else's name is Geneva. And so um, I got the second call. I heard somebody call my name again. And they said, Geneva. So uh, I turned around. I looked all around that that uh, restaurant. I didn't see anybody I knew. And then that uh, chapter came to me about Samuel. And, and I heard a voice said, you remember what you read? The next time you hear that voice, answer, I'm listening, Lord. Your servant, hear your, hear your voice. And I, and I said, okay, okay. And I knew, I said, what is this? You know, I began to panic, like, what is going on with me? You know, what's happening around me? It's just something I never experienced. And so um, when I heard that third voice, I knew it was God. So I dropped my head, and, and, and the Spirit said, say what I told you to say, that you hear his voice speaking to you. And I said, just what the Holy Spirit told me to say. And he came back and said, Geneva. And i like, yes, Lord, I hear you. your servant hear you. And he said, uh, what do you want me to do for you? 
And I like, what is this? God, what are you saying? I don't believe this happening to me. You know, what's going on? I don't understand. But, you know, what is this? You know, why are you uh, uh, contacting me? You know, I was just, actually, I was so scared. I was so nervous. And he said, move quickly. Move quickly. I got to go. I got to go. He said, name me three things in this world that you want, and I will do it for you. And I was still scared, and I was just, oh, man, I was just shaking. I didn't know what was going on. I never had to deal with anything like this. So uh, I I was just, you know, he kept rushing me. Hurry, hurry. I got to go. I can't stay. Name it. Name it. And so I said, Lord, if, you know, in my spirit, like, Lord, if this you, I said, Lord, is this really you? I don't believe this. You mean to tell me you're giving me a, a blank check to write and to name anything I want in this world? He said, I'll do it. I would do it for you. And I'm like, oh, God, I was so nervous. I couldn't think. I just like my whole mind had shut down. But I did remember. I said, Lord, if this you, I said, when I get home, Lord, can you have my our gas put back on? And I believe at that time our gas bill was about almost $1,000. And like I said, we don't make very much money in the wintertime. So, therefore, we didn't ha- you know, we was still using propane. I said, Lord, if this you, when I get home, let us have gas in the house. And so, you know, and I got up. It was time for me to hurry up and get back to work. And, and I was I was just so, so shocked and so stung about what had just happened that, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't settle down. I couldn't settle down. But I went on and, um, uh, started performing my duties on my job and I kind of forgot about it and then it was time to go home for work and I had lost my bus fare money. I mean I didn't have nobody to pick me up I couldn't call for no ride I lost my money to get on the bus and here it is about I believe it was 5 o'clock and so at that time 5.30 it was getting dark outside and I ran everywhere trying to find my money and looked in my purse and pockets and shoes and stuff. Don't know where I laid my money. So therefore, I had to walk home. And it was starting to snow and it was cold. And I knew I had to ride and I knew I was going to ride the bus. But And I also, that day, I had on a dress with heels. And so I said, oh, I'm in trouble. Lord, if I got to walk home... I like to fall and hurt myself here. I got on heels because I wasn't prepared uh, that I was going to lose my money. I didn't realize I was going to lose my money that day. I never lose my money. But I so happened to do that. And I lost my money. So I had no other outing, uh, no other way to get home that day. Nobody wanted to come out. Oh, it's getting bad outside, and which it was. It was accumulating. And it was ice and snow outside. And here I am walking with high heels on, no flash, no no nothing. So I asked God, and it was getting so dark. I said, God, and I stayed at probably about maybe two miles, two miles from uh, where I live, from where I work. And I had to hike it all the way back home. I didn't have no money to call anybody. The company had closed up, and so I didn't have any other choice but just to walk home. And so I walked home, and 
and I was cold, and I was mad, and I was angry, and I like, God, please don't let, you know, you know, dog chase me, and don't let me fall in this ice and snow, and Lord, I'm cold, and here, you know, when you're wearing uh, high heels, I, I didn't have any uh, uh, heels in the back of, you know, back of my shoes, and all that, everything was out, you know, because I thought that I, you know, was going to have a ride home and I didn't have to worry about anything. So you had to dress up uh, with that kind of job. And so uh, I did that. And as I got home, I was just praying all the time and I didn't fall, but I was awful cold. So about time uh, I got maybe to my block and I was just thanking God, but yet I was so mad. And I just wanted to go home and find some heat because it was cold. It was brutally cold outside. And so I said, Lord, I got to warm up. I'm cold and my feet is wet. You know, everything, your stockings is wet. And I was just wet and cold. So as I went into the house, I was glad to get there and thankful uh, that, that nobody, uh, you know, did any harm to me. I didn't fall down in the ice and snow. I didn't have nobody to help me up. So I got to the house and I went upstairs. I was headed upstairs because I lived on the third floor uh, of my home. And so uh, as I was going up the first flight of steps, I heard my father and mother talking. And they were sounding so, just so happy. And I'm like, what's going on? And I was just... Actually, was trying to make my way upstairs to get out of all them wet clothes. But I heard my father saying, I don't know what happened, but I sure thank God. I don't understand how this happened. You know, it's December. We, you know, we don't always have the money in December to, you know, uh, we'll be behind in certain things. And, and I'm so glad what God done for me. I am so happy that God did this for us, Louise. That's my mom's name was Louise. And so, uh, and they were just so rejoyful. And I'm like, listen to them. But yet still, I was making my way up to the third floor. And uh, as I was getting to the second level, I heard the Lord said, Geneva. He said, uh, do you notice anything? I'm like, no, I didn't pay attention. And, I, you know, the heat and the warmth, the warmth of that house all the way through the house. It was nice and hot and toasty in that house, that whole house. And so, um, and uh, I said, what are you talking about? And so I went in and unlocked my door on the third floor and I went in my room. I didn't have to turn the propane on. See, it sure is nice and warm in here because normally sometimes my mom or dad would come upstairs and have all that uh, turned on so when I come from work I'm okay and it don't take maybe 30 minutes to warm my room up they normally go upstairs and uh, turn everything on the whole house upstairs on the third floor out of from my room be nice and warm and I didn't have to uh, turn no propane on because it was already hot and I looked at you know the situation I turned around like I don't have to turn no uh, heat on oh thank you somebody already did it not realizing what had happened. And then it reflected me that what my daddy was saying, that somebody had, I believe, um, somebody they sold something. It was enough to pay that whole gas bill off. And when he was talking, that's what he was saying. 
I'm so glad that the artist came in and, and here it is winter, most of the time in the winter in December, people worrying about buying their kids toys and, and all that. He said, we made enough money to make it this whole month. The gas bill on Lord Jesus, thank you. That's all I was hearing my father was saying, but I didn't pay attention to the story because I was so busy trying to get upstairs to my room. I was tired and I was cold and I was wet. And so then I realized that what my father was talking about, that the gas had been paid. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. And then it just puzzled on me what God had told me to ask him for, that he was going to do it. And I'm like, God, and I know I said, Lord, if this you, have our gas put on when I get home. And that's what he did. And I just want to thank God for doing that. And he said, the next one, what do you want next? And and I'm still like, I still didn't believe it. I I said, well, Lord, I have a friend that I haven't heard from in almost six months. Have him to call me. Have him to call me. If this you, Lord. And by the time I sit down, the phone rung. And someone said, pick up the phone. You got a phone call. I picked up that phone. It was my long time friend that I haven't heard from. And I, he said, I don't know what, you know, what's going on, but I had the spirit to call you. I had a spirit to call you. And I'm like, this is God. This is God. And then I asked God for that final thing. I can't remember what it was to this day, that third thing that I asked. And I wished I had a, asked for something different, but I'm just trying to get my brains wrapped around that God had gave me three things to ask. I, mean, I remember asking, I said, God, if I want to be the president of the United States, would you do it? He said, yes, I would. But I still wasn't convinced, you know, before time that this was God. I didn't. I, I just couldn't understand this thing because I've never been at this level where God would give me a blank check to say, name what you want, and I'll do it. And he was such in a hurry. Uh, the spirit, the, the, the angel was like, such in a hurry. I got to go. I got to go. You know, like he had people, other people to press to answer and other people to go visit. He didn't have time to wait on me and all that. And I'm just letting you know what God is such an awful God. He's such an awesome, awesome God. And I thank him. You know, he, and he said, the same way you got my attention the first time is when you begin to take time and pray and get up and read your scripture. He said, that's what got my attention to come to, to, come to you and, and, and let you know that I'm here and I, you name it and I would do it. He said, the same way you got my attention then, you can get it again. And I'm like, God, thank you. You know, so I know how to reach God. I know how to get his attention now. It's it's through prayer and taking time with him and seeking his face and just being available for God. And I just won't ever forget that, what God has done. I'm telling you, when you take some time with God, you know, shut the world out. Shut all the problems. You know, just go in your room and just be with him and him alone. God will come to you. And he will give you a blank check. I'm telling you, don't just go because of the money. I I, I desired him because I didn't have that in my uh, mind to uh, that 
that was going to happen to me. I just have no clue by me taking time, prioritizing my life and putting him before my day begins. You know, putting him first and reading and just, I ain't did nothing no different. I read and I prayed and I went to work. And you know, but when you learn to put God first in your life, I'm telling you, you're going to make a difference. It's going to be a difference for you in your own life. I'm telling you, you'll be able to spiritually start connecting with God. You'll hear more from God. You'll see more from God. So I'm just going to encourage each and every one Start to pray. Go back to where you used to do it. If you never did it, start doing it. If you used to do it, and you know what? Sometimes the cares of this life will just, uh, how do you say it, choke out everything. If you start, you know, have your mind on this and that and the money, running and chasing this and that, you need to start chasing God. I'm telling you, God will give you a blank check. And, you know, with your name on it, he's going to ask you, what do you want? And I'm telling you, this is a true story. God, help me. I'm telling you, this is a true story, and I love God with all my heart. This is why I have so many testimonies. You know, I, I mess up a lot of things, and I didn't do a lot of things, but there's a lot of things I did do right. And that was one of them, taking time with God. Uh, make him a priority. Make him first in your life. Get in there and open that Bible up because that Bible is talking about you and it got your story in it and it got your name in it. It's got your journey in it. That's what you, that is your roadmap. That's your guideline of living down here on this earth. I'm telling you, set everything aside. Get the kids quiet. Make some time. We make time for everything else. Make time for God and God will make time for you. And so this is going to be the end of my story. And it's something that's it just it just imprinted in my heart because it's a part of my life. And I'm telling you, God is waiting on you. God wants to bless you the way you want to be blessed. And I'm telling you, if you put everything to the side and let him come first in your life, you're going to see a whole different light. You're going to live a whole different lifestyle. Let God rule your life. Get out the driver. See, you don't know where you're going. And let God run the show. That's all he want to do. He want to love on you. We don't know how to get the wealth. We don't know where the treasure is. God knows where everything that you need is. He'll put it before you if you walk up right before him. He said, if you walk up right before me, I won't hold no good thing from you. Do it God's way. And if you're not a believer, listen, what you got to lose? Try him. And if you don't like what he got to offer you, then then you go your way. But at least give him a try in your life. Say, God, who are you? You know, uh, are you the God that they talked about? Or is things going to be better? He'll make things better. Are your life going to be perfect? No, you're going to have trials and tribulations like the next person. But he said, I will never leave you or forsaken you. That's his promise to you. He'll bring you out. He'll walk you through the fire. He'll hold your hand through every situation. Listen, trust God. God wants to give you the best. But sometimes you got to sit down and stop running and know that he is God. He's there for you. He's been there from the beginning, and he'll be there through the end. So this is my uh, story, and I hope that you find something out of it that can help you along the way. 
God wants to blow your mind. Let him do it. Let him do it. And I just want to say that, that, you know, it means so much to me to share that because everybody can't say that. And he has not done that for everybody. You know, give you a blank check and you name it. Who does that? How many have he done that to? And I just feel so honored that he chose me. And I didn't do anything, you know, that I say that, you know, to gain it. I wasn't trying to uh, gain anything because I didn't know, you know, what to do, you know, to get God's attention. And the way I got his attention that pleased to him was to take time to read and pray. So I'm asking you to um, try it in your life and see what God would do for you. So God bless you. Until next time, um, be safe and watch what you say to other people. Because like I said, you never know who got your next blessing in their hand. Be kind to all people, even when they don't want to be kind to you. You be kind to them because God is watching you. And you know what? God will make your enemy be your footstool. He'll make your enemy be at peace with you. He'll make people bless you coming and going. I'm telling you, sit down and talk to him and say, God, what's on your agenda? What do you want me to do? How do I live my life? And he will begin to talk to you and he will begin to bless your life. Until next time, stay sweet. Call in, share your story. I'm waiting on you. And so we'll meet again, if God be willing. Like I said, you don't have to be a religious person. Just say, uh, I have something I want to share, and I think it will benefit. I don't care what it is. We just want you to know that this platform is available for you anytime, day or night. I love you. Until next time, bye-bye.